which of the following skill areas can be addressed using ABA therapies? Is it A, self-care, such as showering or toileting? B, play and leisure? C, learning and academic skills? Or D, all of the above? The answer will be at the end. Hey y'all, I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Boulevard. This is a podcast where we shine more light on healthcare and our goal here is to provide more options to people looking to choose healthcare as a career path, regardless of their background. My name is Sena Kapomo and I am your host and creator here. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Remember, you can tune in on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. How you doing, April? Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm happy oh. to be here. <laughs> of course, of course. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, my name is April Daniels. I am um, a BCBA, um, board um, certified analyst. Mm-hmm. And I have two boys, a 12-year-old who just turned 12 today. Oh, wow. um, and a 13 year old, um, a little bit about me, I guess, professionally is I went into the field of applied behavior analysis um, because my oldest son, Jaden, um, he was diagnosed with autism at the age of four. So that kind of led me in the direction of wanting to work with children with developmental disabilities like him. Mm-hmm. And then my um, mentor in grad school, Dr. Maddox um, advised me to go into ABA because he knew that I wanted to do something applied and I wanted to work directly with kids. Um, And at that time, I was leaning more towards clinical psychology, becoming a psychologist, but Mm -hmm. he really kind of um, pushed me in that direction. And I'm very grateful for that because it's really my dream job. Right. That's amazing. Now, just to clarify, you are a BCBA, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. So you have your master's degree in applied behavioral therapies. I actually have my master's degree in applied developmental psychology. Um, For the certification for BCBA, um, there are several master's degrees that they accept, um, one being psychology or education. Um, So I got my master's in applied developmental psychology and then I went to Georgia State to take their additional six courses to um, qualify to take the certification exam. Okay so were you already on the track to get your master's in psychology before you decided to go into ABA therapy? Yes I had actually already uh, got my master's once it was at the end of my master's program when my um, professor told me about ABA. Wow. Okay. And before that, have you heard about ABA before? No, actually, I did not. I didn't know anything about ABA. <laughs> I was all my my undergraduate degree was in psychology, and my master's degree was in psychology. So I was all about psychology for the longest time. Yeah, you were going for psych. That's amazing. It always mm-hmm. amazes me when people find out about their current career, and it's that's amazing. Now, did did your son himself? receive ABA therapy? No, he did not. At the time um, when 
I first got into the field of ABA, um, the coverage for it was mostly through private pay or private insurance. Medicaid didn't start covering ABA until, ooh, I would say a, a couple or a few years ago. Okay. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I was gotcha. a college student. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Gotcha. Okay. So, well, first of all, happy birthday to your younger son. Thank you. <laughs> That's exciting. Did y'all do anything fun? <laughs> Well, he got all his gifts. We did a um a great birthday cake. He loves Fortnite, so I had a bakery make a Fortnite themed birthday cake for him. So he was really excited about that. Um, That's exciting. I can imagine. <laughs> I'm sure he's sugar high right now. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good that's good now what setting do you practice in right now I'm in a clinic setting right now okay so you're working who is in your team give us a bit of a setup or like set the scene for us in terms of what your setting is and what your day-to-day is like yeah so um our clinic is the biggest clinic out of all of the clinics in the company. I work for a small um, ABA company um, that's come, you know, comprised of, I think, four clinics now. Um, But our clinic location is the founding clinic, so to speak. So it's the biggest facility. Um, So day to day, our clinic hours are from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So the clients typically arrive at the clinic around 8.50 um, and session starts at nine mm-hmm. and each client, um, it's a one-on-one clinic. So it's one therapist to one client. And then, um, during lunch, we, and other times during the day, we do group for, you know, group skills and social skills. Um, but primarily it's one-on-one mm. and every therapist works anywhere from, um, you know, they work with two to three clients per day so you have your morning client from nine to twelve and then between twelve and one you're working with um, different clients for their lunches and then you work with your afternoon client from one to four okay Um, yeah so then is your most of your patient most perhaps all of your patients are dealing with or diagnosed with autism or do they have different diagnosis that you're helping them with or different uh hardships that you're helping them with yeah so to actually um I guess get approved through insurance for ABA services you have to have a um, autism diagnosis but we do have clients who have other diagnoses as well as autism okay so they have the autistic and then they have other diagnoses you know yeah okay gotcha reminds me of something they used to tell us in school like in the real world most diagnoses don't exist in a vacuum yeah because <laughs> like, <laughs> we learn like oh you know this is appendicitis and this is how you diagnose it, and this is how you treat it and this is how the patient will present but they always try to remind us well they may present appendicitis but they may also have good they may also have this and you, you know <laughs> versus the book where it's like easy and clean right mm-hmm. <laughs> So what are some, some of your favorite part of ABA therapies, being an ABA therapist? Well, my biggest drive is working day to day with, you know, kids that remind me or 
you know, are similar to my own son. It's my driving passion every day. Um, with ABA, you really get to help improve the quality of life with your children um, through, you know, helping them learn how to communicate their basic wants and needs or learning, you know, teaching them how to um, interact with peers and make friendships and anywhere, you know, from teaching a child how to tie their shoe or teaching them how to, you know, um, dress themselves or, you know, teaching potty training skills. Like it, we really, yeah, we work on the three domains of autism, which are adaptive, social, and communication. Mm -hmm. Um, So that really encompasses a lot of different skills. Okay. Okay. And what are some of your challenges? I think the biggest challenges are, you know, behaviors. Um, That is, you know, the B and ABA is behavior. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, especially you know, behavior can be at times unpredictable. So you really have to come ready every day <laughs> for yeah. whatever yeah. might be thrown your way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what are some, now being that you had a master's degree in, was it applied psychologist or behavior? What was it? Yeah. Deve- yeah. Applied developmental psychology. Okay. And now you're on this field, how do you, if at all, use your knowledge in, the, in applied psychology in, as an ABA therapist? Well, really, I kind of had to disassociate myself yeah. um, because psychology and ABA, though they're similar in ways, they're very different, especially um, behavior is, you know, founded on the principles of behavior And, you know, psychology is more, you know, mentalistic and cognitive. And um, with ABA, we can only, we only count things that we can measure and observe. Mm -hmm. So like you, we can't think about things like internally or mentalistic type of terminology. So I really had to kind of step away and learn ABA from the ground up Mm -hmm. in terms yeah, because I didn't get my degree in it. So I really had to kind of catch up. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so those six months of classes you take was sort of like your crash course to what's, a, what's, a, what's coming up in your career. And then you sort of, you know, adapt as you, as you start, I mean, not study, as you practice and, and see more people, more patients. Is that yeah, well, actually once when I um, started at Georgia State for those six courses, um, I got a job um, at an ABA company working as a um, behavior technician. So um, I really got a lot of experience working directly with kids for several years before I became a BCBA. Gotcha. Okay. And what's work-life balance for you? Like for you? It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's definitely a very delicate balance. Um, I'm very thankful to work for a company that's very family oriented. So, you know, if I need to leave to go pick up my son or leave work early to get him off the bus, they're very accommodating. So working for the company that I do, I feel very kind of at ease that if something does pop up, they understand that my family comes first. Right, right. That's that's a luxury, especially nowadays, yeah. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And how do you cope with stress? Being a working mom and 
and you know working and family and everything not to mention the life we are living nowadays how do you cope with stress oh wow well typically in the evenings when I put um, my oldest down for bedtime I usually will read or watch one of my favorite you know shows or write in a journal I used to write in a journal a lot when I was younger and I've started doing that more as an adult because it's a way of getting my stresses out on paper and it mm. just helps me to reflect on things okay all right and what do you do for fun well, me and my youngest son, we are movie addicts. So we're actually <laughs> going to see the new Batman movie tomorrow. Is um, the new Batman out? Yeah, it, it comes out tomorrow, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, I guess I'm going to the movies because my husband is a movie craze. So I'm sure he's already making plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the thing I like to do for fun. I love going to the movies, like the actual movies. I'm so happy that the theaters are back open. So yeah. 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 Oh, that's fun. And does does your older son like movies too? Not typically. Um, okay. <laughs> <we tried laughs> Not thing. Yeah, we tried it, but um, he typically gets a little uh, restless midway. Mm. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, understandable. And what are some leadership or growth opportunities for you as an ABA therapist? Yeah, so um, I actually just got promoted to the lead BCBA position um, at a new clinic location in our company. So there's lots of growth. I mean, typically you go from a BCBA to, you know, a lead BCBA or, you know, from a BCBA to a clinical director and then, you know, a regional director if you work for a bigger company. So there's lots of room for growth in the field of ABA, I believe. Okay. And as a, as a lead position, what are you doing differently? So one of the differences between just in my company, um, being the difference between being like a regular BCBA and a lead BCBA is you're responsible for, you know, ensuring that the schedule is sent out day to day. You kind of handle all of the RBT concerns, you know, making sure that all of the kind of BCBA admin duties are completed. Um, and you're kind of like the go-to person or the go-to BCBA in the clinic for, you know, um, questions, concerns, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, things of that nature. Okay. And some of your future goals into professional aspirations? Well, my you know, realistically for me, um, with my, you know, personal situation of, you know, having a child with autism is I just really want to be the best BCBA I can be. And Mm -hmm. I always want to be working closely with clients and still doing direct. So where that takes me, where it takes me, where it takes me, but I really never saw myself like wanting to own a company or anything. I just, always just wanted to be like a soldier kind of per se in the field Mm of you know being hands-on right right that's fair and what are some of the ways you keep your education up to date yeah so actually one of our requirements um, for maintaining our credential is every two years we have to renew our certification and during that two-year period we have to get 32 hours of continuing education credits, which can be, you know, reading articles, um, going to conferences, 
you know, doing online CUs. There's like different ways to get them to keep mm-hmm. us kind of up to date and, and, and still, you know, competent to do the job. Right, right. Now, here's the thing, just just specifically for you, as you are an ABA therapist and you do have a son with autism, do you find yourself uh, in an ABA therapist position with him sometime where you are using your knowledge to sort of help him through it? Or are you just totally a muscle like, oh, you know, most I'm definitely. home? Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> like back when ABA was a very expensive therapy to get, I just learned when, when I was learning it in the job, I would come home and use some of those techniques with my own son. So it's been a win-win situation. Right, right. I will imagine so. And my last question before I let you go, any words of advice for anybody who may want to be an ABA therapist? Yes, definitely. I would recommend um, just looking it up. A lot of people come into the field and you know, they get a little shocked because it's, it's very different. And I think the passion has to be there, the passion and the patience. Um, mm-hmm. And just, you know, if you really love seeing a child grow and using behavioral techniques, then I would totally recommend it. I see. I see. And again, this is about all I have for you. Do you have anything else to add or advice or anything like that? Um, no, we, we always love new people coming to the field of ABA. Um, yeah. And yeah, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, before I let you go, just because you are in this very unique position, what would you have been, what, what would be some of the setting you'd be working at and your clientele had you gone into your applied developmental psychology field? Yeah, so that would have been the same. It would, um, it could have been, you know, a clinic setting, a medical setting, um, school setting. So, and this is the same with ABA. We work in schools, we work in the community, we work in homes, um, and we also work in clinics. So that's what I liked about it is that you get, you get to help children across multiple environments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's amazing. That is all I have for you, April. Thank you so much for joining and taking the time out of your day and away from your beautiful babies <laughs> to shed <laughs> no some problem. light on ABA therapy for us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. You have a beautiful evening. You too. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. All right. The answer is D. All of the above. I don't know why I came at you like that. I don't know. <laughs> but that's the answer. You can use ABA therapies to therapy to address all of the above, including other things that were not listed. All right, y'all. Enjoy and stay blessed. All right. That's all I have for you today. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate you. Please subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And uh, stay blessed. Bye.